The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to PPC Rockstars, brought to you by Location 3 Media. I'm your co-host, Alex Porter, and I am joined with the very lovely Jared Schroeder. Uh, Jared, why don't you say hi real fast? How's it going, uh, Webmaster Nation? And um, I guess the really the first question we need to identify is, Jared, what makes you a PPC Rockstar? Well, I've been, uh, this is not my first rodeo. I've, I've been doing this for a number of years now. Um, Definitely been uh, pretty deeply involved in all aspects of paid search, and uh, also I'm a karaoke rock star. <laughs> well, that covers the rock star pit, certainly. <laughs> uh, just really quickly, Location 3 Media, just so everyone out there is aware, we've been in the paid search game since uh, before Google was, was selling paid ads uh, on, a, on, a, on a PBC basis. So definitely a lot of history, and what we're hoping to do is just bring some uh, understanding and insights and behind the scenes of how to make uh, PPC campaigns work as best as possible. So today, well, the topic we're going to start with is the brand terms, uh, commonly referred to as brand terms, trade name terms, trademark terms, however you're calling it in your organization. One of the ongoing debates that we constantly talk about is why to bid on them, when to bid on them, how much to bid on them, and if you really need to bid on them. So we're going to hope to cover Quite a few topics today, really talking about the nuts and bolts of pros and cons, and then talk about a little advanced strategies toward the end. Um, and so let's just go ahead and take it away. For a little bit more of a background, Jarrett heads up our data and analytics department here at Location 3 Media and uh, pretty much eats, sleeps, and breathes data. So um, this, delicious. despite that, he actually has a pretty engaging personality, so we're, we'll hope, <laughs> we're hoping that comes through. Um, but before we dive into that, Jared, just so we get to know you a little bit better, who is your favorite sports team and why? Um, obviously the Denver Broncos. Come on. And, and, and then why? Because that's a, that's a tough one. Because um, we're not the Patriots. <laughs> um, and, I, and are you T-bowing now or are you going to save that for later? I'm constantly T-bowing. Excellent. Alex, excellent. Thank you. All right. So let's just go ahead and dive right into this. So. Um, Jared, we, we, we're talking to a client. Um, they've got a budget of X amount of dollars, and they want to know whether or not they should bid on brand terms. What's what's our what's your recommendation? Well, that's kind of that uh, age-old uh, question that gets posed to search marketers. Um, you know, another word for those beyond trade name and uh, brand name terms would be wasted money um, terms to a lot of advertisers. So I think. Uh, you know the the whole the whole premise of this is is you're already up there in organic. You're at the top listing. Why do you need to pay to get an extra ad up there right at the top in the paid listing? It sounds like you're just wasting money. You know the truth of that is really miles away. At the end of the day, there are so many factors that influence this, but but it really boils down to you've got a hypothesis, and your hypothesis is 
I'm wasting money by spending money on brand terms. But that's what you think, right? So what you really want to do at the end of the day is test. And test is what you shall do. So we'll get into some tests and, and maybe some ways to construct them. But I, I own uh, Widget's uh, Factory R Us, and I've got some pretty good branding. Um, I, I believe that people are searching for my for my brand term. I see it show up in my analytics. Um, if I'm if I'm the client, I think one of the first things I'm going to be doing, if I'm the advertiser, the first thing I'm going to do is, is really get a sense of of how many people are searching for my term. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a, what's a what's the tools out there? I think I'm thinking of one off the bat that that can really give me some insight into that. Well, good segue, Alex. Uh, I mean, obviously, taking a look at, at the Google Insights tool is a great way to see kind of the popularity of your brand and, and really how it's trending over time. But obviously, uh, Google Analytics or whatever analytics package you happen to be using is a great starting point. Okay, so we've identified that Widgets R Us is blowing up. There's People are searching for it left, right, and center. Um, if I don't bid on my brand term, let's start with that. So I'm not bidding on my brand term. I've got the number one organic spot. People are talking about me. They're searching me. I'm showing lots of traffic on my brand term coming to my site for my organic listing. I've got site links. I'm, I'm loving life. What's, <laughs> what might be going on? What, what could be some potential pitfalls to not bidding on those terms? Well, I think first and foremost – you got that little company called Acme Widgets that's up there offering a 10% discount off of whatever you're offering. And that's kind of one of the biggest problems you run into is if you're not in the top listing, somebody is. Wait a second, Jared. You're telling me that competitors can bid on my brand term. I know it sounds far-fetched. It sounds far-fetched, but it's true, at least on Google. And so you mentioned Google. What about, I know that you know Bing and Yahoo still have 20 30 Thirty percent, whatever the percentage these days, is it? Can you not bid on brand terms on uh, competitors' terms on those entities? Well, for the most part, that is true. You cannot bid on on brand terms on uh, using the MSN Ad Center platform. They will, uh, they will kind of disapprove you, but occasionally you can sneak them in. Okay, so we're really talking about our Google brand term conundrum here. Yep. Okay, so I'm not bidding. Acme Widgets, who I hate, by the way, is showing up <laughs> on those terms. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but they can't mention Widgets R Us in the in the ad copy. That is one layer of protection that's available. Yeah, you definitely can't directly mention something that you don't offer on the landing page at the end of the day. Well, I'm in, or the ad copy, correct? Yeah, in the ad. So copy. you're not gonna you're not gonna get brand confusion, so to speak. Absolutely. But yeah. that those guys are showing up there. Okay. Um, the other thing that I've heard is that. Google being kind of the massive search platform that it is, not all that traffic comes from Google.com. Mm-hmm. Um, where else does do those ads show up? And talk, can you talk to me a little bit about the organic paid relationship on some of those partners? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of partners in the in the signification network. You got you know AOL, Ask, etc. Just, just down the line, but but some of those partners actually don't offer the organic listings, or or they're fed in from alternate sources. Um, so sometimes all there is is a paid opportunity. So if you're not there with your paid brand term ad, then you're not there at all. And Acme Widgets probably is. Okay. So I think what you're saying here is that you should bid on brand terms. <laughs> that's <laughs> one way I, to look at it. Yeah, that's one way to look so at I, it. So I, I, I have a little bit of a, of a problem with this. This is my brand that I have built 
through my blood, sweat, and tears. Maybe I, I bought a Super Bowl ad. Uh, hopefully it wasn't for the sock puppet guy. Uh, <laughs> if you bought a Super well. Bowl ad, you can um, surely afford this. I, I've done this. I've built my branding. Why do I have to pay Google money why, for, for, to, for these brand terms? It's, it's, it, seems, it seems a little bit wrong to me. It's a little bit highway robbery, but uh, at the end of the day, it, it's a better you than somebody else. And, and there's also so much more to it, too. You can control the messaging. I mean, that's kind of a big thing. So you got your organic listing there, and you have some control over what shows up there, but you don't have full control. Google does. Um, and the same is true on Bing. You know, in the ad copy for your paid ad, you can go ahead and run time-sensitive promotions. You can, uh, you know, customize it with calls to action to drive them to what you actually want them to do on the site, which is probably buy some widgets. Yes. <laughs> lifetime supply, actually. Lifetime widgets. For. All right. So it seems like we really don't have any other solution but to protect those. Just out of curiosity, what, what are some ways – I don't want to spend an arm and a leg – on um, these brand terms. What can we do to mm-hmm. keep those costs per click slow? Because I, I hear you. If somebody's searching for widgets or us and they're clicking on the paid term, hopefully they're going to buy or we're going to get them engaged some other way. Um, but what do I do? I mean, I know I can just put widgets or us on broad match and mm-hmm. just crush that and you know, I'll show up for everything, hopefully, except for widgets yeah. or us sucks because we negative match, but that's another topic. Yeah. But Different what topic. what am I going to do? How do I how do I do this so that we we spend the least and get the most? I mean, you really have to approach it just like you're uh, just like you're approaching your regular non branded search ads. At the end of the day, you've got keyword lists. A lot of people like to approach their branded keyword lists with a couple broad match terms and kind of cast your net and see what falls in. At the end of the day, you want detailed keyword lists. You want exact match. You want expansive keyword lists with long tail. Because another thing is that your long-tail keywords for your, on the organic side, you're not even necessarily going to rank on some of that really long-term niche, long-tailed uh, niche stuff. You know, so making sure you have detailed coverage, it's just like it is for the non-branded. You want high-quality scores, which will get you lower CPCs. I mean, I've had clients where you, know, you can spend 10, 10 cents, 5 cents on a brand term if it's exact and phrase. You could spend four to five times that amount if it's broad. So just to kind of try to summarize here, if, if you have a brand and you build out every possible variation of that brand and write tailored ad copy to it, the, the, mm-hmm. imp, the impact is going to be high click-through rates, which is going to lead to high-quality score, which is going to low, lead to lower cost per click, and we're going to be dominating that, that, that kind of campaign, that brand Absolutely. campaign. Absolutely. You'd be surprised how much you can build out a long-tail keyword list for brand. People totally skimp on this all the time. Okay. And if you don't, you can really build a good foundation. Great takeaway. You know, we're going to go ahead and take a short break. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to start talking about some more advanced tactics and maybe even some ways that we can get after your competitors that aren't so smart about this. So uh, talk to you in a couple. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. As you know, being an expert at f- what did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars with your host Alex Porter and Jared the T-Boeing Schroeder. Uh, currently T-Boeing. <laughs> currently T-Boeing. Still T-Boeing. Um, we ended that last segment just with starting to talk about some best practices before we move into some actual examples. Definitely wanted to hit you with a couple quick additional points about things that you need to make sure you're doing. So, Jared, take that away. Yeah, I mean, uh, on top of just the in-depth keyword list, I mean, one of the biggest benefits of being able to advertise on your brand terms with, with paid search ads is the control of the landing page. Because at the end of the day, with, with the organic search, not all those pages are indexed, and those pages are most likely not conversion-focused because you've got SEO in mind. You're trying to get ranked organically. You know, with a paid search landing page, you can go out there, and you can bullet point the sales points. You can get the promotional messaging out there. You can differentiate yourself, and you can force them down the conversion path. I mean, the fewest amount of escape routes, the better on a landing page. So by doing that, you can increase the conversion rate, which is the end-all holy grail of how your campaign's doing. So that is an absolute benefit. Okay. So it sounds like we've got some, some best practices here. Um, one of the things that we need to address is the thought of cannibalization. So you're running a paid ad. It comes mm-hmm. back to do we need to write it? Do we need to, to run it? Um, and aren't, aren't I going to get that traffic anyway? So let's let's yeah. say hypothetically that no one else bids on your brand term. No, there, you have either uh, you know backdoor agreements so mm-hmm. that nobody bids on it and you've got a really specific product that can't be really matched with broad match. Um, you know, how much of that traffic shouldn't we get all of that traffic or, or is some of that going to be cannibalized? And, and no, I'm not talking about a small tribe in South America <laughs> here. I'm talking about that traffic going to other sources. So, um, Google you did had me confused. I, I so. don't, I don't, I want to, I saw that look on your face. <laughs> um, the, 
it's a study by Google that mm-hmm. was not too long ago. I don't have the date on me, but Google. Google, Google something or other. Google, Google study on yeah, it's Googling. A, I think it's called uh, and, uh, Impact of Clicks on wait, Im, Incremental Click Impact on Search Advertising. Look it up. Perfect. So um, they're stating that those, those pages of search actually give you a percentage lift in mm-hmm. those visitors. I would like to, if I if I may, if you don't mind me oh, taking the floor for a second. Take away. What we do, Jared, going back to what Jared said earlier, test, 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 and more test. Um, when someone comes to us and says, hey, I, why do I need to, to, to do this? That, that's, that is the best way to do it. Um, what I would recommend doing is doing maybe just a geo-targeted test where in a specific geo, you turn mm-hmm. off your brand terms and measure from an analytics standpoint how much traffic you're getting pre and post that test. Yep. We've run this with a number of clients. I can think of one specifically that I have um, experience with. And what happens is when you turn that paid search off, you don't capture. You, the recapture rate is less than what you're spending. So mm-hmm. essentially, it's it doesn't make sense um, in that respect to not bid on your brand terms. Can you yep. can you make that actually sound um, <laughs> logical? Because I don't think I did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we've done these tests with, with so many clients and it's as simple as, you know, turn off your traffic for a week for the, for the paid search brand. Measure how much you've got coming through in the SEO. Measure the metrics. You know, are you converting? What's your click-through rate? What's your conversion rate? How much revenue is it bringing? All that good stuff. And then the next week, turn back on your brand, uh, your branded paid search advertising with the SEO, obviously, still going, and measure both the SEO and the paid search together. And you see what is that incremental lift in the brand when you have the, uh, both the paid and the organic and we've seen every single time we've run this test for every client we've run this test is that it's always a beneficial turnout. You spend maybe 3000 additional to get the brand coverage on your paid, but then you get 30000 in revenue additional. Gotcha. So that brings up a couple interesting points. One is um, the use of site links and combining that with your paid and your organic. Site links are relatively new, essentially allow you to, to put up specific messages. Mm-hmm. Um, you can control both in the paid and the organic. Tell me a little bit about what we see, what kind of impact does site links have on brand? Well, I mean, it's one of the big benefits of site links is you get to drive people to kind of that deeper, closer to conversion, closer to the action that you're looking for uh, part of the site. It's more relevant content. And it's also additional real estate on the page, which is a whole bag of worms in and of itself. Um, but with the site links, what you can do there is kind of complement your site links messages that you're having in your organic listings. One thing that actually came up in the cannibalization uh, you know, study that Google put out was that it, it is actually kind of a benefit to, to have both the paid and organic together because while there's less incremental on the paid side, it, one thing it pointed out was that if you use similar messaging, uh, kind of complementary messaging, you know, you're essentially encouraging that user to go to the organic listing rather than the paid listing. So it ends up being more free clicks anyway. Uh-huh. But, but the key to that is is using complementary messages, and site links is a big piece of that. If gotcha. you use similar sort of deep links, it, it pushes them right to where you want them. So a good paid site link program might actually decrease your cost because you're pushing them to the organic. Exactly. That's interesting. So I'm going to I'm going to ask another question about the impact of of brand and 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 start talking a little bit about unbranded searches and this will mm-hmm. be a teaser for a later later show throughout the year but um, 
when you're looking at unbranded and and the impact on brand, tell me a little bit about what mm-hmm. you see with that. I mean, this this actually goes back to that. I guess the real estate on the on the page, you know, and and funneling them towards that organic listing. It is just that it's a funnel, your your, your search funnel. It's not just search; it, it's all of your things together. But you have your offline advertising running. You have your non-branded search advertising, potentially your display, whatever the case is. And you've got these things essentially seeding the top of the funnel, creating interest at the beginning before they have a lot of knowledge about your brand in particular. Um, you know, so the more you spend out front, the more people are going to recognize your brand. Hopefully, they interact with your non-branded ads. Um, and then come back over time and then end up finishing on the brand terms. So I kind of like lay it out as you're shooting up signal flares for them with all these other things and you're kind of guiding them to the island, right? You know, you're guiding them to the island paradise that is Widgets R Us. It's Widgets R Us. It's a beautiful island. Right. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're coming into the final landing strip. They're searching on your brand term. You've got yourself a listing right up there at the top of the page and it's just a natural reaction for people to want to click those top listings too because they think it's the most relevant. And then right under that, you've got the top organic listing. I call it laying out the runway. So you want to flip on the lights or do you want to let them potentially run into Acme? Now, Jared, my mom says she never clicks on those paid ads. It's it's a preferential thing, and that's actually a that's a, that's a good segue <laughs> as well. Uh, at the end of the day, there is a preference. Some people just click on those or don't click on those, and some people still don't know the difference. Not everybody's that savvy. Not everybody's savvy like you, Alex. <laughs> um, well, as a, not to not deliver on our promise, when we come back, we will talk about some some advanced tactics to try to gobble up other competitors' uh, brand terms. Uh, we're going to take us out right now with uh, Jared singing a little Forever in Blue Jeans. <laughs> oh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Thank you. We'll, we'll wait till later in the year. Uh, okay. We'll be right back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, the Superior Affiliate Management. Superior Affiliate Management delivers direct exclusive offers with weekly payouts. Their mission is to ignite your e-commerce and ignite your commissions. Superior Affiliate Brands means our work with the Internet Retailer's Top 500, as well as new brands, thanks to their full-service agency and CPA network. Superior Affiliate Service means lifetime bonus referrals and personal VIP treatment. When you hear Superior Affiliate Offers, Superior Affiliate Brands, Superior Affiliate Service, that's SAMOPM.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. 
Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. WebmasterRadio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Sweet pay-per-click. ROI never looks so good. So good. So good. So good. All right, and we're back. Jared really is a rock star. I played the saxophone in high school. Uh, so count me out on that one. So uh, lots of good stuff come out of this. One thing I think that is really important for folks to understand, I know we're talking about Google primarily here, but but what? where else does your brand get search on? And I think that this is a very commonly mis, uh, forgotten aspect of, of branding. We're seeing mobile brand queries growing through the roof. Um, unfortunately, very few people have a good mobile strategy in place. Step one is segment out that traffic, bid on these things separately, uh, at least so you understand the behavior of that traffic. Look at your analytics data, see how terrible it is if you don't have a good mobile-friendly site and spend the, the spend the few thousand dollars at least if it's just to capture your brand traffic to have a, a mobile, not mobile-friendly, but a mobile-dedicated site that when people come to, they get that information. So for my widgets are us. Um, the only thing I'm really concerned about with mobile is that customer service number because if they're looking for it on their phone, they're wondering where their widget is. Yep. So uh, you know, look at what, what are people looking for when they're, when they're on their mobile phone and, and treat that brand traffic differently. Um, I think just today or yesterday they released that, that smartphone traffic is eclipsing desktop searches and that's not, that, that inflection point is not going back. Um, so think of your brand not just on Google Desktop but Google Mobile. And another area that if you're not thinking of, you're potentially really missing out is YouTube. YouTube is the second most searched website out there. They, they don't call themselves a search engine but people are looking mm-hmm. for your brand on YouTube. So when, when people search for Widgets R Us now, this is if there actually is a Widgets R Us company out there, I apologize for, <laughs> for using your brand term. Sorry about that. Um, but – if, if I search for Widgets R Us on YouTube, I want to have a nice little video about Widgets R Us on there because that's another area that if I'm not there, my competitor is going to be there like grease on a pig. Is that, the, is that how they say it in uh, Greeley? Yes. In Greeley, <laughs> that is exactly how they say it. So don't just think of your brand presence on Google uh, desktop, but really think of it where, where would you go to find out information about a brand um, and, and this could dovetail into a conversation about reputation management and monitoring and et cetera. But, but really think holistically about your brand. Where are you showing up and what assets are you providing to those folks to have them, uh, to have them find you and interact with you the way, on your terms? That's right. That's really the key. Make um, sure your marketing is there to help your customer. Be there when they're there. <laughs> Cheesy. That was terrible. That was um, cheesy. Okay. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about some advanced techniques. So let's just say 
that I'm Widgets R Us and I have got this really dialed in, but I realize that Acme doesn't um, in some ways. So let's say that they are bidding on their own term. They don't have it built out as much, so we can grab some traffic there. I've got a couple of ideas about how we can be sneaky. Um, Jared, you, before I before I give away my sneaky ideas, do you have any sneaky ideas of your own? And don't steal mine. I'm not going to steal your sneakiness. Uh, but uh, I mean, just just first and foremost, when, when you're going after this, you just don't skimp on the keywords. Like, make sure you build it out super long tail. And this includes your competitor terms. I mean, bid on their bid on their brand just like they're bidding on yours. You might be able to do it better. Offer a good incentive, an extra discount, that sort of thing. Obviously, you can't attack their brand name directly, but if they're underbidding on their terms and you're that top listing, that's a big deal. And that's actually one of my other recommendations when it comes to, to brand terms, just be the top listing. Yeah, so, and, and just to piggyback on that, if, if one of your competitors has a potential negative mention in the news, that's, mm-hmm. that is a great potential time to have a message saying, Hey, let's say that Acme had to have a recall of its widget 4000 and people are bidding on widget 4000 recall uh, or searching for it. Excuse me. I'm bidding on that term and I'm saying not satisfied with widget 4000. Our widgets don't get recalled or something along those lines. Right. You got the idea. But it's, it's a great way to, to message that. Um, a couple, couple ways that, that, can, that I'm going to throw out there. So let's say you do want to bid on your competitor's terms but you don't want them to know about it. Um, if if you have the ability to find out those competitors' IP address at their headquarters, that is some sneaky stuff. You can go ahead and block IP addresses within the Google system so your ads don't show. Um, so let's just say you had the ability to find out those IPs, you block them. Then that CMO that's searching at at Acme R Us or Acme Widgets, um, he never sees Widgets R Us, and he ever he never even knows that's a threat. So that's sneaky, that's one sneaky, sneaky. way. Um, the other way is a relatively new technology called search retargeting. Essentially, there's a number of publishers and networks that will show ads based on people's search behavior. So I would load that up with competitor search terms, maybe maybe not show up on the search listings, but throw those into that retargeting standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then then you know they're looking for your competitors, and then you can target them that way. So Chase them around on the network. Chase them around and, and then watch that funnel fill up with, with, with uh, widget orders. So um, those are two somewhat gray area ways that you could take advantage of competitor traffic. Um, real fast, Jared, we're running short on time. Hit us up with your top four bullet points on – how to do an effective brand strategy. Hit us. Number one. All right. Number one, don't skimp on the keyword list. Go detailed. Build them out. Build them out big. Number two. Save money. Uh, use complimentary, complimentary messaging. I mean, play right along with your organic listing. All right. Number three. Bid to the top position. You're doing it anyway. Be the number one. Don't let Acme take over. And don't if you don't bid the top, you're not going to get distributed across the network that well. Um, number four. Don't be on your brand alone. Make sure you've got that strong non-branded campaign feeding the top of the funnel. It's, again, it's circular. You build out a detailed campaign, you see the top of the funnel, you get more people coming down, they land on the runway. PPC, as you guys all know out there, is great ROI, so let's make it happen. Um, well, we are out of time, and we would like to thank our listeners out there and the Webosphere for making this happen. Again, we are location3.com. 
Check out our website. Drop us a line. So join us for another edition. We will be broadcasting every Thursday at 11 a.m. Rocky Mountain Time. That's 1 p.m. for you East Coasters. And a uh, host of topics we'll be doing throughout the year. We will let you know as soon as we know them. <laughs> and uh, goodbye, everyone. This is Alex Porter. And this is Jared Schroeder. Catch you guys next week for another great edition of PPC Rockstars. Rockstars. Later. <laughs> <laughs>